Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, this is Gemma. I am thrilled to be here with you today. It's early, it's still dark out. Um, so I had a choice, do the podcast now, before I take Bella to school, or do it when I was at the car shop. And so I just didn't even wanna try that with the distractions that could be there. <laughs> so here I am. And I missed yesterday, for whatever reason, it just kind of happened. I was planning to do it, and then I went to the car shop, and I got my oil changed, and um, yeah, so that took some time. So anyway, I have been really noticing the flow. And when we can keep judgment out, like yesterday when I missed doing my podcast, I didn't judge myself for it, and I didn't beat myself up or you know, fall into some like expectation I had. I just let it be. I just trusted in the moment. I trusted in the present and that it wasn't happening. Therefore, it wasn't supposed to happen there. It, it didn't happen. Therefore, that was perfect. That's the kind of mindset for doing and not doing. It is a very helpful and helpful mindset because we're not holding on to resentment and um and shame and unworthiness and all of this stuff when we just let, 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 just let go, allow things to happen in their own time. Mm. So what I've been noticing is that with this practice of letting go and not having expectations and not forcing, I can be present in peace. Now, what does that do? Well, Bella and I noticed the other day that um, when she forgot her mask for school, I just stopped the car and I said, you got to find it rather than, um, rather than just going forward with her using this crappy mask, which, you know, I got her a really nice one and I want her to use it. So, um, I told her if she didn't have it, we'd turn around and go back, but she's like, I don't know where it is. I'm going to be late for school. And I was like, it just is what it is. The mask is important. So we turned around and we came back home. And she ran inside. It didn't take her too long. And she found the mask. Now, now we're leaving. We were already leaving late for getting her to school on time. And now we were leaving later. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. And I wasn't joining her in the fear of being late. I wasn't joining her in some sort of expectation that she should be there at a certain time. I just let it go. And I just was happy she had the mask. And I was just happy to be there with her and happy not to be angry that she forgot it or that she didn't organize it. And just enjoying being with my kid. That was it. That was my focus. And the most bizarre thing was that we got to school on time. And Bella was commenting on that. And I attribute it to the fact that we didn't spiral into this crazy, you know, this crazy like... Um, self-punishing, you know, forcing, pushing kind of mentality to get to school on time. And that we were going to, um, 
be bad if we didn't or wrong if we didn't get there at exactly the right moment. So she was fine. And that just blew our minds. So this is the kind of thing I'm really becoming conscious of. And if you are listening to this, you're probably listening to other things. And you know the concept of this. But there's a difference between the concept of it and the application of it. And the application is what counts. <laughs> That's where we're at. We're at application time. So it's truly about being in flow and being in alignment and holding yourself in the highest frequency you have available to you right now. So one of the things I'm noticing is that I'm massively productive, massively. And yet it seems like I'm doing nothing. <clears throat> so I am, I'm in perfect timing. So yesterday when I got to my studio earlier than I planned to and got out of my vehicle and saw I had a flat, I had the perfect amount of time to drive around the corner, down the block to the mechanic to have him pull my tire and check for leaks and fill it up and put it back on and and he didn't even charge me. I mean, I had to tip him, but he, I mean, I had to because he was so, he did so much work for, for nothing. It wasn't like he just put some air in the tire. And even then I would have tipped him out of gratitude that uh, he had the tools and he made himself available to me. But this guy went above and beyond. It was amazing. So, and my car was fixed and it held air and it got me home. It got me to um, pick up my daughter and got me home and it's going to get Bella to school today and get me back to the shop to get my new tires put on. How cool is that? But we have to just be in this moment, not freaking about a tomorrow's moment or freaking out about, you know, yesterday's moment or an hour ago's moment. We have to be right here, right now. Nothing else exists. And this is probably one of the hardest things to do because we have created programs around this, around being out of the present. We have an ego that wants you out of the present. We have, we have all sorts of social context that demands we be out of the present moment. Now, how else can we be out of the present moment? Um, is the programs on the television. It doesn't matter if it's a news program. That is out of your present moment. Your present moment is what you can see, hear, taste, touch, and feel. Maybe I didn't do that right. And smell. Um, so you have your five senses, and that is what is your present here and now. It's what you can see. It's what you can feel. It's what you can taste. It's what you can hear. Did I already say that one? And smell. So... That is your front and center present moment. And it's in the now. It's in the now. Like, that's what's really wild. We can't smell something from yesterday. We can only smell now. You know, we can't see something from yesterday. We only see now. It's the mind storage containers that hold this other, the stories, the files. So we want to stay out of our heads. We want to stay... Um, out of the gourds that we have around us. Piers Anthony wrote a book called The Zant Series, and in there was these gourds. And when people looked in the people, the gourd, their soul went into the gourd, and their bodies were like an empty shell until someone broke eye contact, broke their eye contact from the gourd. 
And it had to be done within so many hours. Otherwise, they would lose their souls into the gourd. Well, look how many people have lost their souls into their cell phones, into television, into gaming. Very similar to this gourd concept um, from Piers Anthony. So, mm, yeah, and by the way, I read that whole series to Bella out loud. It's an adult series. I think there's like 10 or 13 books. It's pretty a lot, and um, it's super good. So if you're into science fantasy, check out that series. It's really cool, X-A-N-T-H. So mm, let's see. Um, <laughs> so we're coming here to this place where the only thing that exists is in the here and now present moment. And you have the ability to stay in that. And when we stay in that, we are loving ourselves. Believe it or not, we are loving ourselves. Because in this here and now, we can feel the tug of the beliefs. We can feel the tug of the programs that want to pull us out of the present moment. And we got to breathe through it. And those programs that are pulling us out of the now moment, we want to change those. We want to, you know... clear them out. We want to see what serves us and what doesn't. And if it's a yanking out of present moment is a good chance it doesn't serve you. There is a very good chance it's judgment or expectation and you want to clear those out. How can you have a belief or a program without expectation? Well, these would look like our affirmations more than anything, you know, um, It would be something like my belief about, all right? My belief about. And you go into my belief about money as it flows in and out effortlessly. It will always be there available when I need it. It's always available for every dream idea I want to do with it. I believe money is energy. I believe money, it just flows so lovely to make things easier. I believe money uh, is here to work for me, not me for it. Mm. So do you see, there's a flow of affirmations and it's all about this now moment. I believe relationships are for laughing and playing, for sharing and learning, for experiencing um, and for connecting to source energy. So... What are your beliefs about this? You know, I used to have a belief that... It might taste a little different. Thank you, sweetheart. I I used to have a belief that relationships were purely for teaching. And that just did me over. I was a mess. Every relationship I went into, I looked for something to teach them. They didn't want to learn it. I didn't want to teach it. It was crazy town. So I'm really grateful that I caught that. And I recognized why I was so miserable. And then I was able to turn it around. I disposed of the old belief in its entirety. And then I wrote a new belief about relationships, which you just heard. So I love the laughing part. Did you notice that came first? I love laughing. I've spent so many years of my life not laughing. And I recognized the the joy missing in my life. And so I was really like wanting that. So I put that up number one. Mm. So in this programming and belief system kind of world we're in, we have to harness our ability now to be in present moment. This is why for eons, meditation, 
you know, go into the wilderness, go into the desert, you know, but we don't have to do any of that anymore. We've had the upgrades that allow this to uh, allow us to do our present moment journey in our everyday lives. So we can do it with family around. We can do it in a job. We can do it as a student. We can do it um, in a city or suburb. It doesn't matter. It's all there. It's all available to us. So it's just a shifting of mindset. A great tool for learning to shift this mindset is the Course in Miracles as it teaches you how to see how your mind is wired. And it assists you in unwiring those attachments to everything. We have to unattach to all the things and recognize all the things have only the meaning that we give it. And we have to also recognize that the only the only thing that is not God is illusion. The only like everything that is not God's source energy is illusion. And when we recognize that separation from God is the only sin, that is where we went awry. Not in uh cursing out your neighbor, not in stealing something. No. You went awry at the moment that you separated from source energy. Because in the moment that you separated from source energy, you were the um, epitome of Adam and Eve thinking suddenly there was this massive amount of lack around. Suddenly you felt lack of your neighbor's tool or money or whatever you might consider stealing. You felt lack of love, so you steal love. You feel lack of, well, it could be anything. Lack and unworthiness. And that is a driving force of all of the things we have laws against. <laughs> Go figure. So if we just stayed in alignment, we would have never felt the lack. And in alignment, you won't step out of your congruency, out of your out of your truths and your ethics and your whatever. It's all in the here and now, and it all exists in your relationship with God's source energy. So we want to stay in that relationship. And when we feel ourselves having thoughts, our deviant thoughts, then we can use that as a symbol or a, um, a, a red flag, like, oh my goodness, there's no problem here. There's no deviant thought. There is separation from God's source energy, and I'm going to return to that space. That space is so deep. It is so loving, it's so massive, and it can hold all of you. And not only does it hold all of you, it loves all of you. So aspects of you that you want to resist, God will transform. He will transmute. So this is a transformational process. It's so interesting because I had this doctor teaching me last weekend, and he's saying that I got to figure out what the words were. He was saying, um, oh, there was something. We want transformation. He said, rather than, and what was the other thing he said? Oh, it'll come to me. Um, yeah, but he kept coming back to the word transformation. That's what we want. <clears throat> so all this other, we can just stop. It can just stop because transformation is this high level transmutation. And I love that. I love that now love has the capacity to extend and turn the illusion into love, not just negate it, but turn it into love. This is the world we live in. 
How extraordinary is that? And yet people pull their love energy into the smallest place in their bodies as if to protect it, as if it could be harmed. When in reality, it is the most powerful thing that exists. So as we learn to trust present moment, as we learn to expand our heart energy field, we will see evidence of that power around us. Now you will only ever find what you are looking for. So if you're looking for the exceptions, then you will sink out of love into illusion and see exception after exception after exception. But if instead you choose to see the power of love, you will see it over and over and over. And I absolutely love this. I love showing up on purpose without fear. I love showing up on purpose without judgment, without expectation. And this is what gives me this concreteness that uh, <clears throat> gives me clarity and, and solidity that people won't run over me, that people will feel the power that I have in my relationship with God's source energy. And they're not seeing it as a God force. They're seeing it as, ooh, don't mess with Gemma or ooh, you know, like that's how they're seeing it because they're not in their power. If they were in their power too, it would feel as though we were experiencing the oneness together. But if someone's not experiencing the oneness, then what they are in is other than present moment because present moment is all about the oneness. Mm. Holy cow. I've just like ranted right over our time. You know you are loved and it's up to you to set the stage for that. It's up to you to love yourself unconditionally. And when you do that, the world will join you. Isn't that awesome? I love it. I love it. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.